Hey guys, it's Candace Eisner here, and today I wanted to talk to you about the idea that it's really okay to stay small. Welcome to Life Beyond the Massage Table, a podcast for massage therapists, or really anyone who works in health and wellness. I'm here to help you take a look at your business and practice in new ways, to think outside the box, and to shift gears from the same old stuff that isn't helping you build the life and the business that you really want. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to Life Beyond the Massage Table. And yeah, today is a beautiful sunny Monday morning here in Toronto as I'm recording this. It's uh, it's a quite nice actually, we've had uh, quite a few days of terrible weather so it's kind of uh inspiring almost to see the the sun peeking out so yeah let's uh let's dive right into this topic before i go off on a tangent here right so the idea of this topic came up because uh, it's a conversation that i end up having with uh people working in in you guys' industries health wellness and fitness quite a bit and I kind of wonder if people see the other side of it. So let's 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 talk about this a bit. So here's the thing. In almost every business book I read or business talk I watch on YouTube or attend live, there's this theme. And the theme is grow, grow, grow. Grow your business, grow your business bigger. That will be success. That idea. You guys have probably caught onto that too, because it, it's it's definitely a theme out there. I know I'm not the only one seeing that. Think big and you'll be more successful. You need to start growing your business. You need to hire more people. Bigger is better. Be bigger. You know, grow big. Think big. Dream big. If you can dream it, you can be it. All of that stuff. But here's the thing. You know, if you're staying small because you don't know how to grow or you're scared to hire more people. Now that's one issue and that's not what I'm talking about here. You know, if you want to grow, if that's truly your dream, more power to you. Good luck. I hope it works out. I I hope you have an amazing uh, future ahead of you. I hope you have an amazing clinic or studio or whatever it is you're, you're trying to grow. But what I'm talking about today is something different. It's the idea that if you want to be a solo practitioner, you want to stay small, do that. It is totally fine. I'm giving you permission here. Not that you need a permission from me, but just I'll say it for you. It's totally fine to just have your own small practice and do your own thing. It really is. Don't dream of opening and managing a clinic just because that's supposedly what you're supposed to do, right? Or dreaming of managing a gym or managing a studio, whatever environment it is you work in. Because, like, really, make sure that's actually what you want if that's what you're going to go for. Don't just do it because supposedly that's what's done, right? And if you are going to do that, just, you know, going on that edge for a second, if you are going to grow, if that is something that you want, make sure you're being realistic about it, you know, because a lot of people I talk to think it's, you know, I'll, I'll make money when I'm not there if I hire other people. And that's not necessarily the way it works. Because if you open a clinic and you're the boss, you're actually going to be there more often, at least for a while, until you get certain things in place, you're going to be there more often, you know, that's just how it works. So uh, yeah, if you're the owner, you're there a lot. So there's a whole other episode on this, of course, but opening a clinic and hiring others is not the only way to make money. 
if increasing your money is your real motivation for the idea of growing. So you want to grow because you want to make more money. You're not growing because it's really like sort of something you're passionate about, something you want in your heart. So don't feel trapped with this idea of growth if you're worried about making more money, if that's the path you want to go down. So yeah, if you do want to think about making more money as a solo practitioner, I do have an episode about that. It is uh, episode number 15. It's also called Money Part 2. And it was, oh gosh, I think this episode was from 20, maybe early 2017, maybe late 2016. But anyway, look for episode 15 if you want to listen about that. And I will probably record another episode about that in the future. So yeah, let's assume that a lot of you listening would actually like to stay small. You know, you're, you're happy with the business that you have. You're happy with the size that you're at. You know, you, you're feeling okay about the idea of earning extra income in other ways. You don't feel like you need to grow into this big clinic or big gym or big studio. So what do you do, though? Because this situation seems to come up quite a bit. What do you do when you feel like you need to grow? Because you've got a lot of clients and you feel like you can't keep up with the demand that's sort of been placed on you because, hey, you've become popular and good for you, by the way. That is awesome news. Um, But what do you do when that happens when you really don't want to grow big? Well, if you find yourself unable to keep up with the number of clients that are calling you and trying to book in, The solution doesn't have to be to grow. It doesn't have to be to hire more practitioners to, you know, uh, practitioners, coaches, therapists, you know, whoever you work with in order to meet the demand. The solution might simply be getting an awesome referral list. Like just talk to your colleagues, get to know them, go for treatments if you can, feel them out. See if this is somebody that you would feel comfortable referring some of those awesome clients to, right? So, and get that referral list and start sending people to those people, the people that you feel comfortable referring to. Or instead of that, you know, if you don't feel comfortable maintaining a a referral list that just feels like it's going to be a lot of work and a bit of a headache, and you just you're already kind of overwhelmed just keeping up with the day to day. It's perfectly fine to say a super respectful, I'm sorry, but you know, the next opening I have for new clients is two months from now, I can put you on a waiting list. Or you can also say, you know, Uh, something like, I'm sorry, but I just don't have room in my practice for new clients. Uh, I appreciate, you know, you're putting your trust in me, but you know, you'll have to find someone else. You could refer them to a website like say RMT find if you're a massage therapist, or you can refer them just to Google even, you know, honestly, Google is a great place for people to find practitioners these days. It's, you know, pretty much everybody these days has a website. I shouldn't say everybody, but a lot of people do. So It's not like people are going to be stuck without uh, somewhere to turn in most cases. You know, I find that Canadian registered massage therapists really worry about this, you know, because they think it's it's two things. Part of it is that you guys are, you know, you do really want to help people. And so you feel bad when you don't have a space in your practice for new clients. And and it's not just the massage therapist, but I just find that the massage therapists I talk to are particularly prone to feeling bad about not having space. Um, But the other thing they worry about is the regulatory college saying that, you know, you can't you can't um, turn away people like it's not that you can't turn away people. It's that you can't. Um, limit your practice by, you know, race or uh, creed or religion or whatever. You have to be open to everybody, which is, you know, totally reasonable. And of course, the college has that policy. I'd be shocked if it didn't, right? 
Um, but people kind of get that into their heads. And I, I, by the way, that's not just the massage therapy college. I'm pretty sure it's all colleges in Ontario, probably all colleges anywhere in Canada. Um, regulatory colleges I'm talking about, not uh, higher learning institutions, in case that wasn't clear to some of you. So yeah, people kind of get worried about the idea that you need to just take every client that comes through your door because that's the policy, but that's not actually true. It's really, really not true, actually. It just means that everybody needs to have access to the therapy. So unless you live in a tiny town where you're really, truly the only person for many miles or kilometers, depending on where you live, who does what you do, I wouldn't worry about it, honestly. If your practice is full, it's full. It's perfectly okay to say, I'm so sorry, I don't have space. You know, thank you for contacting me, but I don't have space. Um, and that's really, that's all there is to, to it, you know. But the other thing is this, you know, I think sometimes you're so passionate about what you do is that you kind of forget that the work you do for the most part isn't life or death. Have a little perspective. I'm, I'm not saying that massage therapists and physiotherapists and... Uh, fitness coaches and nutritionists don't do important work. You guys do really important work. But it's not really life or death. Get, get, just have a little perspective. That's all I'm saying. The lone doctor in a tiny town might have to accept every pe person, every people, huh? every person that comes through their door. That might be true because it is life or death with a doctor or at least cause serious medical issues if the people don't get access to medications and testing and all those things that they need. But you aren't a doctor living in a tiny town where people have limited access to medical resources. People might feel like something that they're dealing with is urgent. They can probably wait a little bit longer to get treatment. Don't feel like you have to push yourself to grow your clinic bigger or hire more people or work way longer hours simply because, you know, there's a demand for your services. Someone else can pick up that torch and open a clinic or open the solo practice somewhere else in town. You can encourage others. Certainly, there's nothing wrong with that. If you do a specialized type of work that not very many people do, say you're a, um, you're a therapist who works with women post-mastectomy and any kind of therapist, like massage therapist, physiotherapist, um, psychotherapist, you work with women who have been through that issue, you know, having breast cancer or being at high risk for breast cancer and they decided to do a mastectomy for that reason. And you're one of the few people in your area that does that and there's high demand for your services. You could encourage others to go into the same kind of specialty, specialty in finger quotes here. I know a lot of you can't sort of legally specialize, but you can have a certain type of practice, right? So you can encourage others to do the same. You could get the word out there about the type of work you're doing. You could go give talks at schools. Like there's lots of ways that you can encourage other people to do what you do without growing a big clinic. You don't have to grow a big clinic in order to make those services more available to people. And the other thing I want to say is it is also okay to stay small while doing a little bit of hiring if that really jives with what you're feeling. So for example, you don't have to have a big clinic in order to have one more person working with you, right? You could just split your room with another therapist so more hours are covered. Now that means you might have to give up the idea of having the, the room available to you at all hours and all days. You have to have some give and take there if you're going to be working with someone else. That's just kind of how that works. But if you want to do that, you could. You could, you know, the room, say the room you're renting, you say you've been renting this room for 10 years and you really would like to have someone else to cover the hours that you're not there 
It feels like you'd have someone to refer clients to if you have the right match. You could find somebody and split it 50-50 and you work together to grow this sort of a tiny clinic without it being this big thing that you're trying to grow. If that feels more comfortable for you, that's definitely something that you can do. Another thing you can do is you can hire some help with doing the administrative things. So you have more time to think about client work and work with your clients and you can hire somebody to do the other stuff that needs to be done like social media or returning phone calls or emails or booking people in or taking payments or any of that kind of stuff, whatever feels right for you. So again, you're not growing your clinic into this big thing. You're literally just hiring one other person to take some of the pressure off of you in order to better meet the demand that your clients have, like clients like you and they want to see you, while still staying small and staying in a mode that is more comfortable for you. So what was my whole point today? Hopefully you got it. It's that it's okay to stay small. There is nothing wrong with building a small business that stays small. You don't have to grow. You don't have to think about the growth hacks that you see online. You don't have to read those business books and you know have to grow into something that is far bigger than you if that's not really what you want. Just because every other day there's those articles about growth hacks or how to grow your business or you know whatever, it doesn't mean that you have to do that. Grow to what makes you happy, not what some online article or well-meaning colleague or whatever tells you that you need to do. That's not what it's about. Instead, how about taking a step back and becoming really great at what you do, not at really big or growing what it is that you do? Thank you so much for listening, you guys. I really do appreciate your time and your efforts the times that you guys contact me with ideas for the podcast or comments about episodes or ratings and reviews, all of that. I really love it. I read all of it. I do really appreciate you guys. Um, By the way, if you would like to leave me a formal review, of course, I would really appreciate that. Head on over to iTunes, find my podcast. So life beyond the massage table, click on ratings and reviews, and then just give me a rating and a review. Five stars, of course, and a glowing review. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. You know, let me know what you really think, but I do appreciate five stars as well. Let's be real here. Now, for you guys that might be new to the podcast, let me briefly introduce myself here. My name is Candace Eisner, and I am a former massage therapist in the province of Ontario, and I've also worked in various other health and wellness careers. So I've got a pretty good view of what it's like to do what you guys do. My mission right now is to help those in health, wellness, and fitness careers build strong businesses because I really believe to my core that taking care of others has to start with taking care of you. So that's what this podcast is all about, is helping you build a business that really matches who you are and what you value and what's important to you so that you feel happy when you go to work each day. You feel like this career is the right one for you, that everything just works so much better for your life. Now, before I finish off and let you guys get about, you know, go about your day, I will mention where you can find me on social media if you would like to. The main place you can interact with me if you'd like to just chat or see what I'm posting about or, you know, get on my newsletter list or any of that kind of stuff, find me on Instagram. Um, Happy Little Biz is my username. Or, of course, you can head over to my web- website, happylittlebiz.com, and there's links to all that stuff there. All right, that's it. Enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be back at you soon.